We're 10 episodes in to our LinkedIn series, and you now have a killer LinkedIn profile. You're totally searchable. But if you really want to rev up your LinkedIn job search, you can take initiative and start networking on your own. Let me teach you how. You're listening to a LinkedIn mini-series created by Vertforce, the virtual workforce. I'm Vertforce founder and active duty military spouse, Kimber Hill. In the last two years, I've helped over 2,000 virtual career seekers land remote jobs, and I'm here to help you too. In this series, I teach you how to launch a stellar LinkedIn profile that will command attention in the remote workspace and help you get hashtag hired or hashtag promoted. You reached the final episode in our LinkedIn series. Can you believe it? In the last 10 episodes, we have literally programmed your LinkedIn profile to be a successful job lead funnel for you and to passively help you climb that career ladder. But what if you want to rev up this search? After all, you never know who the person is in your connection list that could open the door to your next remote work opportunity. I'm going to teach you how to build and nurture your connections in a way that can get you an offer letter faster than you can grow a tomato in June. Hey students, welcome back to Trekking LinkedIn. I'm Kimber Hill and I'm guiding you through this final module so that you can really enjoy your LinkedIn journey and start landing interviews, make that next virtual career move, make that next remote job land. In this module, we've covered endorsements and recommendations. We've covered featured posts and content. Now we're covering connections and networking. It's going to be very interesting, some of the tools, strategies, and techniques that I'm working through with you on this. For our course subscribers, we've got so many resources for you. What I want you to pay attention to most in relation to this lesson is our example messages for direct messages and our list of questions to ask in an informational interview. So the goal of making connections and networking on LinkedIn is to meet people who can open doors for you. And reciprocity, right? If you're ever able to open a door for them, you want to do that as well. We're going to get very in-depth on how to do that, how to win in the direct message and instant message game on LinkedIn. If you are listening to our freemium course, I invite you to follow along with our examples. You can also follow along with my LinkedIn profile. You can find me at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash career gal with a K. Our Instagram handle is at vertforce and we will post images that correspond to this lesson. I invite you to subscribe to Rocket Remote. You can do that at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. When you subscribe to the premium version of this course, you get instant access to our LinkedIn videos, example LinkedIn profiles, and templates. 
as well as instant access to the other courses in Rocket Remote, which includes Resume Bootcamp. You can sign up at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. What is a connection on LinkedIn? A connection is a new online acquaintance, a new online friend. It can be related to Facebook friends and Facebook friend requests, but the difference between these platforms and what I think a lot of people who are new to LinkedIn need to understand is that you do not have to know the person on LinkedIn that you want to connect with. On other social media platforms like Facebook, it might be weird to send a friend request to someone that you've never met before or that you don't know. But on LinkedIn, it's encouraged, it's expected for you to be branching outside of your existing network and grow it. And how do you grow it if not searching for and making new connections? So it's absolutely acceptable to connect with strangers. I'm going to teach you some techniques and strategies to put those people through a quality lens so you're connecting with the right people and not just connecting with everyone on LinkedIn willy-nilly with no intention or no purpose. Why do we want connections? Having connections makes you look like someone who needs to be known. It makes you look like you are active in the career space and it shows that your head is in the game. For new LinkedIn users, you're classified as someone with fewer than 500 connections or someone with 500 or more connections. Let me show you what that looks like on screen. So if you are a new LinkedIn user, our goal is to get you above 500 connections as quickly as possible. We need to get you above 500 so that you look like an active LinkedIn user. If you're already above 500 connections, you are not exempt. You need to continue growing that reputation. The more connections you have, the bigger your LinkedIn reputation and the more access to potential employers and potential connections that could lead you to your next employer are at your fingertips. So we need to continue to grow that connection base. So your homework is going to be building your connections on LinkedIn. And this is what I'm referencing referencing when I'm talking about your momentum. While you are career searching, while you are career building and career climbing, you need to continually be growing this group of people on LinkedIn that you're connected to because you never know who's going to open that next door for you. So briefly, let's discuss the degrees of connections. And this really reminds me of that game, Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. Have you ever played that? It's, I know a friend who knows a friend who knows a friend who's been in the room with Kevin Bacon. It's a fun game to play. Anyway, the degrees of LinkedIn contacts are first, second, and third. And I'm not an expert on this, but I will summarize it to say your first connection means you are directly connected to them. Your second degree connections means you have a friend in common. You have a friend who is directly connected to them. And third degree connections means there's more space there. You may not have anyone in common with that person. So you're complete strangers to one another. All right, so this gives you an idea of how LinkedIn is classifying your network. 
So the reason why we want to continue to build this connection, I almost want to call it like a library or a database of people that you know on LinkedIn or you're connected to is because it gets your digital elevator pitch more visibility. When you are sending connection requests, every single connection request that you send shows up in someone's connection request tab and it shows your picture and your headline. We want to get that in front of as many people as we can and we want to start meeting these people online where they are on LinkedIn. So if you're career hunting, you need to be connecting on a weekly basis. I want to give you a quota. I want you to give yourself a quota and I'm going to give you my connection strategy Pay super close attention to this strategy. You're going to be executing it on a regular basis. So number one, give yourself a quota. I would love for you to start with 30 minutes per week sending 100 connection requests in that 30-minute time frame. All right? That may sound like a lot. And if you are not at 500, do this every day until you get to 500. It is so worth your time. Number two, connect with the right people. Who are the right people? The right people are employees of companies that you want to work for. They are connections of connections. So let's say you have a connection in the industry that you want to work in, maybe you want to work in IT and you have a friend who works in IT at Microsoft, you want to target their connections and friend those people. Another group of people that's appropriate for you to connect with are alumni of organizations from which you've graduated. All right, did you go get your PMP certification? Go to the PMI Institute on LinkedIn, check out other people who are connected to that institute and who have their PMP certification and connect with them. So these are three groups of people that you can start connecting with immediately. So instead of going through LinkedIn and looking at random people, random users, be intentional about who you're targeting. Stick to people in your industry. Stick to people who have the same job title that you want or the same job title that you have and who work for companies that you have. So our premium course subscribers, we have a separate video that workshops how to connect with the right people, ways that you might want to search and find the right people. I encourage you to go check out that video when you're finished with this one. All right, the third step in my strategy is to send every connection request with an authentic message. And you can scale this strategy if you want to. You seriously cannot overdo it. Let me hone in a little bit more on what an authentic message feels like, looks like, sounds like. The power of an authentic connection message is the difference between being ignored and being read, being seen, being heard. And it opens doors to networking for you. And it opens doors to digital friendships that you would never have if you just sent a connection request without any message, without any personal message attached to it. 
So what we want to do here is we want to build camaraderie with the people that we're connecting with. We want that to open the door to informational interviews. So subscribers, I want to remind you right now that we have a list of door opening LinkedIn messages. This is to help get you started sending these messages and help you feel more comfortable with reaching out to people you don't know on LinkedIn. So you can go ahead and look at that resource now. Every time you send a LinkedIn connection request, LinkedIn is going to ask you whether or not you want to include a note with that connection request. This is where you're going to insert your authentic message. And your authentic note should be very organic and really from the heart. It should address why you're friending this person and ask them to connect with you. So how I like to do this is let's say you are targeting an organization like IBM. I want to work for IBM. So what I'm going to do is go to IBM's career page and I'm going to look at all of the employees who are currently there and I'm going to friend the first 100 people from the IBM employee list. So every time I'm sending a friend request or a connection request to an IBM team member, I'm going to paste in here Hi, take the time to write their name. So hi, Samantha, if you're looking at a Samantha. I noticed you worked for IBM and you can include their job title here as an HR assistant. I am interested in learning more about this company and I hope that you will accept my connection request. Now, what's different about this? You see a lot of generic personal notes that are added like, hey there, I'm interested in where you work. Love would love to connect with you. That's so generic. It's almost obvious that it's a generic blast into someone's message and it's landing you you when you receive a message like that you know that it's the same message that's being sent to probably a thousand other people. But when you take the time to write that person's name in the LinkedIn note in the connection request note and you take the time to write their job title in the note they see that. They realize, oh, this is a real person who's really interested in connecting with me and it's not someone who's spamming everyone's message inbox right now. I'm going to take this one a little bit more seriously and I'm probably going to respond. So let me gauge your expectations here. Let me set, help you set your own expectations. So remember the 10% rule. The 10% rule will help you not get discouraged in this process. When I tell you I want you connecting to at least 100 people per week, I want you to expect only 10 of those people to accept your request and respond. You'll probably see closer to 50% of the individuals accept your connection request, but if you take the time to write 100 personal messages attached to your connection request, only expect about 10% of those individuals to write back. So that means you might only get 10 people who reply. That's totally fine because the people who are replying are only going, the only people who reply are going to be your LinkedIn super users who care about the messages that are landing in their inbox and they care about responding. And for whatever reason, what you wrote prompted them to reply. Not everyone is going to be 
actively using LinkedIn in the capacity in which you are using it and I am teaching you to use it. Some people use their LinkedIn once a month, but you're going to attract the attention of the LinkedIn super user. The LinkedIn super user is likely going to be close. They're they're using LinkedIn for a reason, right? It's either to find talent or find opportunity. And that's a callback to our first module where I talk about what is LinkedIn, why are we using it? Either you are on our side where we are career builders, career seekers, career climbers, or you're on the other side and you're seeking talent. So if you're sending these messages and you're getting responses, you're probably getting close to the people who you need to be talking to. So this is good news. This is good strategy. Follow this strategy. It will help you. Now, when you get a response, you've got to nurture it. So which brings me to our next topic, which is networking. So before we dive into networking, let me very quickly recap our connection strategy. One, give yourself a quota, and I want you to at least start with 100 a week. Unless you don't have 500 yet, then hit the pavement hard. Get to 500 as fast as you can. Number two, connect with the right people. Number three, send every connection request with an authentic personal message. All right, let's dive into networking. My networking strategy is first scope your connections. Be intentional about who you want to network with. We're going to cover this in detail in another supplemental video for our course subscribers, but this goes back to being careful and choosy about who you connect with. So one of the strategies that I like and that worked for me, it helped me get an interview with um, with stars. I'll, I'm going to give you this anecdote story that happened to me very briefly. There was an opening at stars, you know, stars showtime. I wanted to work for stars and they had an office in Denver, Colorado when I was there. Hundreds of people applied for this position and I wanted it so much more than everyone else. I wanted it so badly. I think the the total applicants for the position was in excess of 2,500 people. And I knew if I could make an impression on the hiring manager or the HR person that I needed to know to get an interview that I could get an interview. So I went to LinkedIn and I went to STARS and I was very careful about who I was networking with. I found everyone who worked in human resources at STARS and I friended them on LinkedIn and I sent them authentic messages to try to get to know them better. And then I also, I asked my network on LinkedIn if they knew anyone who worked at STARS who could help me get an introduction to the HR department. And lo and behold, those two things combined together, it wasn't necessarily one or the other. It was me being able to reach out and then also relying on my network to reach out for me. I got an interview and a success story. I went through six weeks of interviewing with STARS and made it to the top two candidates for that position. Ultimately, it was not the right fit and they chose the other candidate, but I never would have made it that far if it was not for this strategy. And I learned a hugely valuable lesson and got to meet some really cool people. All right, so that's the first element of networking is be intentional about who you're connecting with. Rely on your network to introduce you to the right people. And 
one of the tricks there is to connect with human resource departments, recruiting departments, recruiters, and talent managers. Connect with those people because those are the people booking the interviews for the companies that you want to work for. Number two, send that connection message every single time. Number three, once the connection message is received and established, you are hopefully going to receive a follow-up message, a reply. And the replies may often be short, okay? They may often be, oh, great to connect with you. Have a wonderful day. What you do next is you follow up, all right? And when you follow up in that message, remember, do not be too personal. Do not pitch yourself. Do not ask for help. Do not ask for a referral. Really try to get to know this person so you can build trust because people do business with people they know, that they like, and that they trust. And remember, it's not really about you right now. It is about building that relationship, creating a digital friendship. So here's what a message might sound like or an exchange. Um, Let's start with the initial request. Hey, Samantha, I saw you work in HR at STARS, hoping to learn more about this company. Thanks for connecting with me. All right, so then you receive a positive response. Either they accept your connection request and they don't reply, or they accept your connection request and they say, great to meet you too, or great to meet you. Sure thing, let's connect, okay? So let's say that's the way that the exchange went. The next thing you might want to say, which is step three in networking strategy is and following up, is, hey, thank you for connecting with me. I've been checking out your profile, and I noticed that you have been at STARS or you've been with this organization for several years. Could you tell me about your journey with the organization? Could you tell me about your career journey in this role? Ask them a question about themselves. Remember, don't get too personal, and it's not about you right now. It's about them. It's about learning from them. So step four, if the conversation proceeds, and if we're working on the 10% rule, and let's say you've sent this out, you've, you've put out your feelers to 100 connection requests, 10 people have responded, and you've sent your follow-up message prompting for more growth of that relationship to 10 of those people. And if we're following the 10% rule, probably only one of those 10 is going to respond back to you and actually allow the conversation to go further. And that's okay, right? That's why we hit this in volumes. That's why we hit this in quantity. And we, we go hard with this. So if they respond and a conversation blossoms and develops, which is really what we want happening in our LinkedIn inbox. The questions that you next can ask should be very natural, should be all about them and all about their career and learning from them. When you wrap up that conversation, two questions that I like for you to ask to indicate that you are interested in applying without asking that person for direct help and telling them that you have a need and you really want them to help you get this job, two questions that subtly hint that this is the direction you're headed in are, number one, 
Do you have any application tips? And number two, what's the hiring process like at STARS? What's the hiring process like at this company? That's going to let them naturally naturally and comfortably describe the hiring process to you without feeling like they've been put on the spot, without feeling like you're using them to get information, but instead feeling like they're helping you, feeling like they're providing you valuable information. The next thing you want to do in this networking strategy is actually go apply for the company. Go apply to work there. And when you're finished applying, come back to the connection that you've made and say, hey, Samantha, thank you again so much for our conversation earlier today or last week, whenever you talk to them. I wanted to let you know that you inspired me to apply. I applied for this role at STARS. I'll let you know if I get an interview. Okay, so what's going to happen after this? Samantha's going to say, oh, I met this really cool person on LinkedIn. They applied for this job. Let me call my contact in HR and let them know that so-and-so was a referral. So we, by building this relationship with our fictional Samantha and by not asking for help up front, but really demonstrating that we understand Samantha is a person. We understand Samantha has a career and we're interested in learning about her. We're interested in learning how she got to where she is. We have built a digital friendship. And now Samantha is our advocate at that company. She's going to put in a good word for us and she's going to help us get hired at our dream job. This process is something that you need to have pat down pat on repeat. Don't stop doing this until you get hired, until you get hashtag hired. I want you to continue building connections. I want you to continue nurturing these relationships and continue to duplicate this process over and over and over. This is a beautiful, harmonic relationship, symbiotic relationship you're going to be creating with the connections that you have on LinkedIn because what's going to happen is you're going to be sending messages and connecting with them. You're going to be building digital friendships before you know it. You're going to be resharing their content that they have on LinkedIn. They're going to be liking and resharing your content on LinkedIn, which is further contributing to your LinkedIn reputation and further helping you catapult yourself toward your next virtual, or remote career stop. Congratulations, you understand your LinkedIn mission. You built a strong LinkedIn launch pad. We've launched a stellar LinkedIn profile, and now you should be well on your way to trekking LinkedIn. And your next stop is your next virtual or remote career. I'm super proud of you for making it all the way through this course. I hope that you find this as fun and engaging as I did. And I can't wait to see your finished LinkedIn profile. I can't wait to engage with you and interact with you on LinkedIn. If you have questions, email community at vertforce.us. Thank you so much for being a part of this program. See you later. You're listening to the freemium version of Rocket Remote. For the full course experience, subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. That's bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. 
All right, Vertforce, that wraps up this episode of our LinkedIn mini-series. Thank you for listening. Corresponding images can be found on our Instagram. Our handle is at Vertforce. And of course, I invite you to become a Rocket Remote student. In Rocket Remote, you get instant access to the launching LinkedIn video course and all other courses in our Rocket Remote school. Subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. If you have questions or you'd like to connect about the content in this episode, you can reach us at podcast at vertforce.us. Remember, all content produced on the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. Catch you in the next episode.